You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpel965.com. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. The economy held up better than first reported at the start of the year. The first quarter gross domestic product has been revised to 2% growth from the 1.3% estimate. Also, fewer people filed for unemployment benefits last week, a sign companies are still holding on to staff and are avoiding layoffs. The number of new claims declined by 26,000 to 239,000. Continuing claims, the number of people remaining on benefits came in at 1.74 million, a lower number than forecast. Micron technology shares are higher. The memory chip company's quarter was better than expected, and executives say they believe the business has already bottomed. Rite Aid and spice maker McCormick both reported better than expected earnings. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. We are, for the most part, a reactionary society. If your neighbor has a break-in, you think about getting an alarm. If your buddy gets laid off, you say, I better buckle down at work. If banks start closing, you may want to ask yourself if you should keep most or all of your money in a bank. It may be time for a portfolio protection plan. It may be time to have a little personal gold reserve. Call my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-NEWSTALK-965-KPE. L. Brobridge Lafayette. What will Hunter Biden tell them? I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The president's son going under oath this morning in Wilmington, Delaware, in a lawsuit over his infamous laptop filed by computer repair shop owner John Paul MacIsaac, who gave it to the FBI and... ...is accusing Hunter Biden of defamation after the president's son alleged MacIsaac invaded his privacy by illicitly sharing his personal data from a laptop left in his shop. Mac Isaac claims Hunter Biden dropped off the laptop in 2019 and never picked it up after 90 days, making Mac Isaac the new owner after numerous attempts to contact Biden to pick it up. That's Fox's Ryan Schmelz. The laptop's contents have added to investigations into Hunter Biden's business dealings and if his dad was involved, which President Biden denies. There is an IRS supervisory agent turned whistleblower who says there were restrictions placed on the probe into the first son. The whistleblower, Gary Shapley, he says he was prevented from taking certain investigative steps, including looking into any leads involving President Biden. Fox's Mark Meredith, the Supreme Court could rule any minute on the president's student loan debt forgiveness plan. It's one of several cases not yet decided as the court winds its term down this month. President Biden gets 64 percent support among Democrats in a new Fox News poll as he runs for re-election. Former President Trump's lead has grown in the Republican race at 56 percent, 34 points ahead of Ron DeSantis. Everyone else is way back. Chris Christie at just 1%. He's a big Trump critic and tells Fox. The stuff he did um, at Mar-a-Lago with the documents, all he had to do was return them. If he returned them, we wouldn't have this indictment, we wouldn't have this problem. Canadian wildfire smoke keeps drifting over America, hazing up the sky. Now, air quality alerts are impacting almost 120 million Americans who live in parts of the Northeast, the Midwest, even the Southeast, and inching into the Southwest. That's Fox Weather's Katie Byrne. America's listening to Fox News.
Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. We are, for the most part, a reactionary society. If your neighbor has a break-in, you think about getting an alarm. If your buddy gets laid off, you say, I better buckle down at work. If banks start closing, you may want to ask yourself if you should keep most or all of your money in a bank. It may be time for a portfolio protection plan. It may be time to have a little personal gold reserve. Call my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. Here's what's trending now. You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. Everything they need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity. Whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of the special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months at NetSuite.com slash today. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at matthew-james.com. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. <laughs> Welcome, Moon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll, folks. It is Friday Eve. Already. Already. Anyway, great to have you with us. By the way, on a programming note, uh, I am going, I, I wouldn't schedule, but uh, as you know, I've been fortunate enough to sit in for Dan Bongino, a national national radio host. And, uh, you know, Dan's, I don't know, seven, eight million listeners, and he asked me to sit in for him. We've done it several times in the past year, so we decided we want to do it. And uh, I'm on vacation anyway after that, all the next week anyway. But uh, I think Joe Cunningham's sitting in tomorrow. So, But just letting you know, I won't be here tomorrow back in, in about a week or so, so we'll get everybody a break from me. <laughs> I want the break, but I'm sure there's a few people out there would like to have the break as well. <laughs> What'd you laugh Get a break from you? Yeah. <laughs> well, made me like money bags. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I'm just saying. So, anyway, we'll be gone, but we're going to do Dan Bongino tomorrow, and I'll be back the following week, so looking forward to it. Unless I jump back in here and do following Thursday, but I'll wait and see on all that stuff. All right, we're going to jump gears. It's an honor to have. Uh, we got somebody scheduled for that Thursday, by the way. Yeah, oh, do you? you? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They'll get fired real quick. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, it is an honor to have one of the real conservatives, one of the true voices, somebody that really cares. She's not going to the show. She's not playing a game. She's a great representative. She was part of the 19 that stood firm, and she's a person that really cares about what's going on in the state. It's an honor to have Beryl Amity, represent Beryl Amity, to join me. Beryl, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning, and yeah. it's a, an honor to be on the show. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. I, I noticed that 
we got a lot of women, ladies like yourself, that really are a lot of big fighters. You know, I'm watching some of these men run around with their head cut off, not knowing what they're doing. But and I mean that sincerely. I'm not saying that to just say that for women in general. I'm just saying as several women that just seem to be fighting and standing up as a lot of the men running hard. And uh, and I and I'm uh, it's, that's why I say it's an honor. I know that you've been doing that for years now. Oh yeah, and um, and I agree. Um, we do have a lot of brave men in the legislature, and I don't want to diss them at all. But people expect the men to stand up and yeah. and hold their ground and fight, and very often they don't. But a lot of the women in the legislature do. No doubt, I, I've been watching it myself. Nobody had to tell me that. I saw it. Okay, so yesterday, I think you uh, yesterday or the day before, you had a chance to go up. I think your your chamber. I want you to talk about it. There's two or three of y'all that got to speak. And people started sending me clips of you standing up again because I think one or two of them kind of took shots at you. Tell us what happened yesterday. Well, yesterday, the St. Mary Chamber Let me stop you, Meryl. Let me held- stop you. Let me just say that you, you were not the one that called me. I got a lot of other people that were calling me and telling me and sending me stuff. And I'm going, wow, let's have Bear on and talk about what happened because I know y'all getting beat up. By standing up for the right thing, y'all getting beat up. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, yes. Well, um, and I appreciate friends who may have uh, contacted you, or even strangers. That's that's nice of them. But the uh, St. Mary Chamber had their monthly luncheon yesterday, and as as usual, when we come out of session, they host the legislative delegation to give an after sessions report. And um, yesterday, it was Senator Brett Allen. Representative Vinnie St. Blanc and I, who were speaking, and we normally would tell what went on in session, what we got accomplished, maybe some frustrations, what the forecast looks like. That's the usual routine. So, how, how, tell us what went, what went on. Well, um, I personally didn't follow my usual routine. Normally, when I go to that meeting, I'll stand up and give some statistics about how many bills passed and what the budget looks like and so on. And then I'll talk about the bills that passed and the constitutional amendments that they're going to see on the ballot in the fall. But yesterday, I just found that there was a better use of my time in trying to, well, what I told them was, I would like to discuss an elephant in the room. You see, after session was over, I started getting phone calls from St. Mary, from friends and and leaders in St. Mary, saying, look, we're hearing some wild stories about what went on in session, and we're calling you because we know you're going to tell us the truth. So what went on? And um, I appreciate that, that with them, my reputation is that I'm going to tell them the truth. I really don't know any other way to to, to speak to them except to tell them the truth. Um, So I, I did explain it to them. And what they were specifically questioning was, how in the world are you getting the blame for losing projects that are important to Morgan City? So I explained to them that I really had nothing to do with it. Um, I didn't sit on the conference committee that cut projects. I didn't sign the conference report. And I voted no on the conference report when it came before me. So I did not cut projects for Morgan City. That was done by certain others who were doing it truly not because there was a financial need. We had the budget is flush with money, but only out of retaliation because they were mad. They were targeting the 19, and uh, for St. Mary, they were targeting me specifically. Yeah, but but, but what's what's funny about that is it's sad. 
you know, the senator in that area is Brett Island, and he's one of the guys set on the conference committee. He one of the, he's one of the guys yeah. that signed off on the conference committee. But yet I know for a fact, and I'm going to say this, not you, I know Brett Island was one of the ones behind the, uh, behind the scenes calling these municipalities, the threats and all that stuff. He was part of that. I dare him to come on a program and say he was because, you know, he was one of the ones. And if he sits on the conference committee, he could have stopped any any part of that budget, any part of those projects being cut. You didn't have anything to do with it. And, Barrel, let me say this. The 19, I'm going to make a statement, 19 representatives in the House, y'all couldn't stop, y'all couldn't start anything with 19 votes. You couldn't do it in the Senate, neither in the House. How, how can anybody blame you people for what's going on? Just like with Dodie Harden, the governor restored the money to the Jimmy Davis Bridge. Well, her opponent in, in the Lion Ron Gaddy crowd out there, they went out there and made a big deal that Doty got a project cut. Well, yesterday the governor restored that money. So what are they going to say now? And it was all for the same things that you got cut. Uh, it was people that had control to either add it in the budget or, or to cut it. Am I wrong by saying any of that? No, all of that's completely correct. 19 is certainly not a majority. 19 is not even enough to stop a two-thirds vote. So 19, as far as voting goes and getting something passed, is really insignificant. So they, they blew up for nothing except that they don't like being exposed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so in the meeting, I pointed out some of those things, and, and Senator Allen had an opportunity to, to give his side of the story. But it was in the question and answers after our speeches that things got even more contentious. Well, were you blamed right there in front of those people as the one that hurt and got these projects cut? Because I wouldn't now. I'm just saying. Yes. yes, it was the uh, the mayor of Morgan City who is one of the people who had called me to tell me that Brett Allen is one of the ones saying that it's all my fault. Um, the mayor wow. stood up and asked questions. And um, his questions really weren't questions where he was seeking an answer. His questions were backhanded questions where he was really trying to suggest to the audience that I am the big problem here. Um, what he what he said was, politics is a game, and certain people can't play the game. And it was very clear that he meant Beryl can't play the game. So I had to respond to that. So I, I stood up and told him that um, politics is not a game. It's serious business that I wasn't elected to go to Baton Rouge and play games. In fact, I don't play games. That um, taxpayer dollars are, are, um, to me, they're sacred because they're earned by the sweat and sacrifice of the people. And I'm responsible and accountable for how I vote concerning the use of the people's money. So uh, I just made it clear that I don't go to Baton Rouge to play games. I go to Baton Rouge to work, and I go to Baton Rouge to fight. By the way, and I got we're going to play this in just a second of what you said, but it's amazing. Brett Island, Senator Island, who is on the conference committee blaming you. He's in the majority blaming you. And, uh, right. and the same thing, a former senator, uh, Craig Moneybags Romero, told me right here in front of my face, it's the game. It's how you play the game. But the game has put us last in everything. The game has put right. us last. We- These guys are playing the game that we need to get away from. That's what blows my mind. That's right. If we keep on playing this game, 
the way that we've always been playing it, then nothing's going to change. We're going to keep up with this race for the bottom. We, if we keep on bowing down, if we keep on compromising under threats and and um, all this games playing, then nothing changes. Nothing changes. You know, in in a in a situation where there is domestic violence. Very often, it's traditionally the, the man doing the violence and the woman is the victim. And so when you speak to the women, they will tell you, well, I learned what not to do. I learned how to not get hit. Well, that might help her survive, but she cannot overcome until she actually stands up to this bully and makes a change. So if we keep on playing these games with manipulation and threats and control, then nothing's going to change in the state until we stand up and actually do government like we're supposed to do government, do right by the people, we'll still be last. But Brett Allen and and old Moneybags Romero, they're all the same. Game, game, game. When we get back, I I have a little clip from uh, with Beryl speaking to us. I actually got this sent by about a half a dozen people. But I want to play it real (laughs) quick, her response to the game. It's a game to them, but it's their, but it's our money, but it's a game to them. We'll take a break. Be right back. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like, move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community? if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. At Clico.
How you all? Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Matthew James. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. We are honored to have Representative Vera Almady talking about the session, talking a little bit about the speech he had with. And then, and you know, Vera, y'all being thrown under the bus. Uh, and I, I like the fact that Alain and then the former Senate, the Moneybags Romero came here. They actually said the same thing. It's the game. It's the game. We're changing the game. Let me, I'm, I'm going to play a clip from you yesterday. Uh, this was you, I think, closing your closing argument at the end of this speech that you gave. Here we go. I think you. Well, you right? I'm that out myself. <laughs> to me, it seems like certain people can't play the game. It is. And, right on. and I'll be honest with you, we need people that can play the game. Because we got really hurt really bad this year, and we shouldn't have been. You know, and I, I just, that's good. That's good. Now, Barrett, that's what you would comment on. He said, we need people who can play the game. That was Brett Allen, who's been there for a while. I mean, I cannot believe the man made the comment. Yep. I hear it all the time. I mean, play the game. Play the, and what they really mean is play the money game and do what we say and you get oh, yeah. money. That's, that's all it is. But that's. Louisiana last, and damn proud of it, excuse my French, but that's why we are where we are. And it's, it, it, really, it really blows. I mean, I'm frustrated that we can't have people opposite of Brett Island, which are people like you, that actually understand we better straighten our ship out a little bit, stop it from going in the wrong direction. And uh, this is the same comment from the former senator, uh, Moneybags Romero. Same exact mm-hmm. thing. He made the comment. Exact same comment, and that was from years ago. Yes, it's it's been this way for a long, long time. And it's not that I cannot play the game. It's that I choose not to play the game. Playing the game would require me to bend over backwards, kiss the ring. Um, it, I just keep going back to that story about the emperor's new clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm not one that can stand on the side of the road and cheer and pretend the guy's not naked. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I won't do it. It's a lie. Yeah, you listen. Your stance in the nineteen was so big, and yet we need a lot more, y'all. I've always said I know we have some good conservative people in the legislature. I know we do. We just never have enough of them when we need to win. Now let me jump gears. So the the governor's vetoing everything he possibly can. Uh, uh, I'm not. I don't think there was one LGBTQ anti LGBTQ bill. Not one anti. There were several of them pro-families and pro-kids. Are we going to have right. a veto session? Uh, I, I do not trust the leadership in the Republican Party. If they were calling for a veto session now, I think everybody would get in line. But I don't think you have the leadership. We could not have one. Is that a possibility, you think? Well, it, it all depends on who sends in their ballots to cancel the session. And as much as I am ready to go into a veto override session. We have plenty of legislators ready and willing. You know, it only takes 20 to cancel it. We were talking about what the 19, what only 19 of us can't do. Um, To cancel a veto override session only takes 19, I'm I'm sorry, 20, 20 senators, because it only takes a simple majority of one chamber to cancel the session. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's amazing if the 19 wanted to cancel the session, they couldn't do it, could they? Because 19 can't get you anything in the legislature. That's what blows my mind. Blaming y'all for not playing the game. 
that that mm-hmm. blows my mind that these people are that arrogant. The problem is people back home, I'm including myself, we don't we don't take them out politically. That is the problem. People pat them on the back right. because they're getting something for it. And we're broke. Everybody ought to look at what the federal government's doing and how much money <laughs> we're relied on the federal government now. And they are literally getting ready to take us with less than 10 years by 2030 or so to $51 trillion in debt. What do you think is going to happen to hospitals and schools and, and uh, state government and local governments? They're going to be totally broke with nowhere to turn then. Why not get yourself Absolutely. in fiscal order like y'all did with the first budget, which didn't break the gap? Right. And, and even with the best budget proposal that I saw this year, the fact remains Louisiana is very heavily dependent upon the federal dollars. We are, I believe we're the most dependent of any state as far as what percentage of our state budget comes from the federal government. And so if the federal government's not doing well and stops sending us all that money, then what's going to happen to Louisiana? Because we are nowhere near well, the point where we could continue independently. Well, maybe we just need it's to, scary. maybe we're going to just have to play the game. <laughs> mm, that's what many people would suggest by the way i'm not one of them playing the game has got us last we played the yeah. game of alain and romero it ain't been pretty it ain't been pretty at all beryl thank you you uh, uh i do appreciate you i appreciate your toughness i wish we had more men tough as you thank you <laughs> thank you very much all right thank you very much yeah brett alain or her He's a lot tougher than Brad Lane. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. When Stephen Waggis Pack was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, 
Louisiana's economy sank from 6 to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. Essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Wagaspak backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Wagaspak warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Wagaspak, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Collie Saloon. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. You know, it's 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 amazing, uh, the game, to play the game. We're going to play that again in a second. But what I'd like to do is for people in the area like St. Mary Parish and uh, Iberia St. Martin Parish with the legendary Craig Moneybags Romero, representative for 16 years. Now, he's got his own candidate. He's kind of the voice of his own candidate. He's a PR guy of his own candidate. How those areas done in the last 30 years? Like in, like in this area where uh, Barrow and him are in, that, that, uh, the senator is Brett Allen, who's getting his son to run for his position. I bet you if you go look at that area for the last 30 years, I bet you it's gone down. Not because of the people that were there, just businesses not being there and things of that nature. Yet... I bet you any amount of money you want to bet, and I'm not a betting man, that Romero, I mean, uh, Romero too, but in this case, Island, I guarantee you Island's portfolio went way up as the rest of the communities went down. I'd be willing to bet. And I look, I don't have any stats in front of me. I'm just using common sense. Uh, people like Island, oh, the, the, the game, play the game. The game's benefited him. Moneybags Romero, it's benefited him. That's why they play the game. That's what you got to go do. Play the game. And sit there and say, Barrow-Amity didn't play the game. Barrow-Amity, and I should have sent you that, Brandon. I could have sent you that as well. Barrow-Amity dropped, uh, dropped the mic on his rear end by saying, I'm not down there to play games. So play the game. Stay dead last. Did you, were you able to pull that back up, Brandon? Okay, listen real closely, folks. This is Brett Allen at a chamber basically talking about playing the game and how Bear Armady didn't play the game. Listen real close. In fact, only at your line is where they cut. We just happen to be the ones that get cut. You know, so, you know, politics is a game, right? Basically, you got to know how to play the game, give and take, right? I'm figuring that out myself. <laughs> to me, it seems like Certain people can't play the game. And and I'll be honest with you, we need people that can play the game. Because we got really hurt really bad this year, and we shouldn't have been. 
Certain people don't know how to play the game, Bill Romney. Now think about what this uh, happens. All this budget going back and forth ends up in a conference committee. Brad Island, Senator Island, whose area is going down as his portfolio skyrocketed. That's a fact. Okay, out migration. Or you know what I'm talking about, jobs left. But Brent's, oh, Mr. Island, he's just skyrocketed his portfolio. And uh, same thing Moneybags Romero said to us. Play the game. You got to know how to go get the money. It's our turn to get the money. So you throw somebody under the bus. Now, Brett Island sat on the conference committee. The conference committee is made up of about six people. Okay? And the conference committee, Brett Island was there when they cut the projects in his own district so they could blame the lady who didn't play the game. Okay. It's uh it's it's amazing how the game has been played. He sat there on the conference committee, watched the cuts take place, and under his watch they got cut. And then everybody knows Moneybags did the same thing and uh, the Port Iber, he's making his six figures and more. So we're gonna play the game, folks. That's 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 what that's what y'all want. If we're gonna keep playing the game, bye bye, children. Kiss your children goodbye when they go to college. Kiss them goodbye because they ain't gonna come back. But we playing the game. We got the best good old boy network politics money can buy. I want Brett to come back on in. Let's play the game with me, hey Brett. Senator Island, come play the game with me. I want to play the game with you. Come show us how the game is played. Come explain how the game is played. Romero, Romero uh, money bags and fell on his butt three times now. Why don't you come tell us how the game is played, Brett? Why don't you come tell us how your portfolio skyrocketed up? Okay? And yet, that area is losing people left and right, losing businesses left and right, losing jobs left and right. But, but your boy Brett Allen is playing the game. And I guarantee you he's benefit from playing the game personally. Same thing with money bags from Errol. All of it makes me sick. And I'm, you know what I'm sick for? I'm sick for the people who are getting hurt. I'm sick for the people that are losing their children out of this state. I'm sick because this state has the best people, the hardest working people, people that care, that have stayed and fought the good fight. Some of them have done really well. But the future doesn't look good here when you depend on a federal government and when it's easier to be poor here, thank you, Bell Edwards, Lord help us. And people like Brett Island and Moneybags. If you go down there, okay, if you go to Iberia or wherever, uh, wherever uh, Brett Island is, and you'll find out real, real quick. Real, real quick. How bad it's always there is, but how good these people that claim to be such great representatives are. By the way, the conference committee, you realize all the stuff they got to do in public, the conference committee is the one thing they don't do in public. 
You realize that? They don't do that in public. Why don't they do it in public? Because you know why? And Brett Allen said it. Senator Allen, you got to learn to play the game. They don't want that out there because they, they don't want nobody to see how they're playing the game. <laughs> learn to play the game. And then you heard him. Some people don't know how to play the game, so we got hurt. They want you to vote against Beryl Amity. They want you to vote against Blake Miguez, so they come up with some kind. I don't know who the hell he is. Romero and them are running him. And uh, just go down there, folks. Go down. Go to both of those districts, and when you're down there, stop by and talk to Brad Allen. Let him show you his place and how he's doing financially. Or go check out uh, uh, Moneybags Romero. Go see how they're doing. By the way, Frank Casing facility closed in Iberia Port. You knew that, Brent? That it got the parking lot down there in Omega, Brand. It used to have hundreds of cars, that. One or two cars there. All they tried, folks, don't let them punish those 19. Yeah, somebody's mentioned Brad. Yeah, Brad Elias' uh, son running for Senate. Yeah, he's got a he got big port contracts too. Total family. You know why they got it all, Brandon? They learn how to what? Play the game, folks. I'm probably gonna always be a poor guy because I ain't learned how to play the game. Maybe that's my fault. I hadn't learned how to play. Let's all learn how to play the game. Look where it's gotten us now by learning how to play the game. I wonder why people are leaving this state. By the way, the conference committee really doesn't meet. <laughs> you know that, Brad? Got a conference committee. They don't meet. They go through the budget, slice, get back, send it to the House and the Senate. And the Senate voted for a budget they never read. Ask Bodie White. You got Bodie's comment? I know it's kind of quick, Brad. I'm going pretty quick. We could have to take a break. I was just kind of curious. If you want to know about the budget, and the conference committee that Brett Island signed and Bodie White signed and Paige signed and Shake Snyder signed and Stuart Little, very little bishop. If you want to know what they signed, they signed a budget they never read. And, they, and here's the comment right here to prove it. I signed that conference committee report with two minutes to go before six, but I didn't have much time and I had no idea what was in it. I trusted my fellow legislators from the other side and obviously should not have. You know what's sad, folks? I'm the bad guy. I'm playing their words. I'm using their own words. Moon's the bad guy. Moon's starting stuff. Moon's getting letters threatened. I'll uh, keep them coming. I'll know where we need to target when I get the threatened letters, man. I know what districts that we need to target. But anyway, folks, if you want to go see how good Moneybags Romero and Brett Allen is doing, go check out their portfolio. But if you go in their districts, close your eyes. Might be better off. We'll be right back. Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy one of the worst. We need a new direction. 
We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor, Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line 1 app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line 1 system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.1. Line.1. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.1 and tell them Moon sent you. Y'all listen. Welcome back, Moon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Hey, folks, let's jump gears a, a little bit. We got the uh, guest, Dr. Chad King, Pastor Anna Coco, First Baptist Chair, Church. They're hosting a Faith Family Freedom Festival Sunday, Jul- uh, July 2nd. Uh, Dr. King, how you doing? Doing well. Thank you for allowing me to come on this morning. Yeah, what, what you got going? I'm glad, to, uh, I, and I know other churches are doing things too, but I'm glad to see people are doing what y'all are doing. So talk a little bit about the festival uh, and, and what's going to happen this Sunday. Yes, sir. Well, we are having a uh, Faith and Family Freedom Festival uh, this Sunday, 5 o'clock, starting at 5 o'clock. This is actually our second annual uh, fest, and uh, last year we had close to about 1,600 people or so, and this year expecting uh, that many more or, or even doubled. And uh, but we've got three great uh, bands coming in, Christian bands, uh, Jason Lovins Band, uh, which is a uh, just a, a very successful gospel band uh, over two decades that kind of traveled all the southeast and northeast and um, just a, a wonderful Kentucky-type bluegrass-type uh, sound and, and do some very neat things. And then we have uh, the Isaacs, uh, Grammy uh, Grand Ole Opry uh, members there, the Isaacs and, and – uh, 
no doubt uh, just a wonderful um, uh, voices of uh, harmony and family harmony and contemporary acoustic uh, instruments there and voices and uh, and then we have new song new songs are kind of a contemporary christian uh, group and uh, and then we're going to after that we're just going to celebrate with uh, a great fireworks show and um, so we are uh, honored to be able to do something like that and just welcome anybody and everybody to come and and uh, it's open experience to, a great it's, place. It's, just to, it's open to the public. I take it. Anybody can come, correct? Yes, sir. Everybody can come. Anybody can come. It's a free event. Uh, there's no cost. We're going to have some food trucks and things like that uh, if you'd like to uh, pur- purchase that type of stuff. But uh, no, just a wonderful time to celebrate our freedom. Yeah. No doubt. I'm glad y'all are doing it. We need to be celebrating our freedom, and uh, it's a great weekend to do it. You uh, – how can people find out more about it? Do you have a website, uh, Dr. King, where people can find out more about the church, the event, what time it starts, what time to get there, and things like that? Yes, sir. You, uh, our website is www.anacocafbc.org. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Um, feel free to call the church, uh, 337-309-6080. Uh, and uh, would love to be able to answer any questions that you might have. I know uh, it's an outdoor uh, event, uh, but we have taken every precaution to try to protect people and from the heat. And uh, we're going to provide free bottled water. Uh, and we're going to we have large tents set up. And so just bring your lawn chairs and and come and hang out with us. Yeah, no doubt about it. How long does the event last? From when to when? What time does it start? What time? Starts at five. Okay. Yeah, it starts at five, and then our um, Firework display will be about 9.20 or so. So about four hours. Each band will have about an hour uh, worth of, uh, of music. So it's going to be a good time for all celebrating what the good Lord gave us, which is freedom that came from him, not man, not government, but from him. And uh, we need to celebrate it more because you know, a lot of people feel like we're losing it. And uh, I think having rallies and stuff like that are really neat for people to come out and really just stop and say, you know, thank you, God, for all you've done for our country. Our area, our state. Uh, I, I just, I think the event you're having is awesome, and I hope a lot of people will, will come. Give out that website one more time, Dr. King. Yes, it's www.anacocafbc.org. All righty. Well, sir, I appreciate it. Hope you have a big turnout. All right. Thanks, Moon. Appreciate yes, it. Anytime. God bless. Appreciate it. All right. I know a lot of other people are doing that. As well, and that's, a, that's just a cool thing to be doing something like that. And uh, uh, let's say somebody writes, Moon, what about the Northeast delegation? Uh, not heard about what they budget. Uh, Northeast, Monroe, all that area. I want to say 100% of the people voted for the budget 100% of the time. <laughs> there, was, there was nobody walking away. I mean, you got, I don't know all the reps up there anymore. I've been gone on you. I know Michael Eccles voted for it. Neil Raza voted for it. Uh, the fee, Francis, like if there's a tax or there's a budget, the fee, you don't even have to ask if he voted for it. The answer is yes on money, yes on projects, yes on, that's why I call it a fee. He's going to vote for it. You ain't got to even ask about Thompson. And I'll be honest with you, I know there's some, West Monroe and things like that and that nature. Stuart Cathy, absolutely. Stuart Cathy voted for him. I guess he just knocked on his mom's door and said, what do you think I ought to vote on this? So Cathy voted for it. Uh, yes, Jim, Jay Morris, another one of those, I know Jay Well, he was one of the ones that went along with Cortez. He didn't care what he voted for. He just voted for it as well. So I know those were two senators. Uh, Echo, Michael Echoes definitely voted for it. 
Uh, I know I'm missing some reps, but there was one out of West Monroe. Yes, he voted for the budget. Um, for the most part, they all did up in northeast Louisiana. There was nobody that said, you know what, I'm not voting for this nasty thing. So people email me from that area. Yeah, you can go look at the voting record. You can go pull the bills up. House Bill 1, House Bill 2. I think it was House Bill 560. Uh, they voted yes, 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 yes on all of it. By the way, my favorite story today. Baseball-sized hills smashing in the panels at 150 miles per hour destroy Scott Bluff solar form. Wiped it. God, like, took some balls and said, hey, let me throw this back down and see how it works out. It wiped them out Friday as part of a giant supercell thunder head that moved across Wyoming and Nebraska. You ought to see this thing. It wiped it. When I said wiped it out, now remember, I made the comment. I'm sticking to my guns. I hope weather wipes out windmills and solar farms. I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being blunt. Well, move. that's not nice. You know how much energy this thing was producing for the whole state? All these solar farms? 1% of the total energy. Now, let's say we move fast forward and we, we do what the climbing nuts want to do. And 80% of our energy comes off solar farms and windmills. And you have a tornado, a hurricane, hailstorms, Brandon, and 80% of your energy is on it, and it's wiped out. Where do you go now? See, those places can't wipe out oil and gas. Matter of fact, we know because of hurricanes. How quick can we send oil and gas in there to start getting things built back up pretty quick? You know, what was the old Cajun Navy? They get everything, they go in, they help people immediately. How are you going to help people with electric vehicles? I'm just kind of curious. You go in on an electric vehicle to help, how do you, where do you charge up at? There's no electricity. See, folks, this thing is about money and control. And unfortunately, because people are making so much money on it, make your money. I get it. It's America. But it's really stupid in the big picture. Now, you're going to make your money, and a lot of people are going to make their money here, but I, those uh, windmills out in the Gulf, I'm just curious to see what a nice Cat 3 going to do to that. You know? <laughs> I, I hope it put them suckers. They, they go down 2,000 feet below the sea. I don't think we ought to be around this. But anyway, if you look at the entire region experienced strong storms this past weekend, hell, tornado destroyed at least one home, much of the damage in areas, shattered windshields. But these solar farms are toast right now, okay? Uh, the, the panels are just wiped out. It's a pretty big, I mean, I'm so sorry to find out that this happened. It's only 1% of the energy. 1%. Wait, what if it was 50%? That's what I'm trying to tell How do we evacuate people out of New Orleans and Homa and Morgan City when you're in an electric vehicle? You think they're going to put electric stations all the way up the interstate? Well, Moon, they're going to just like gas stations. Well, gas station, five minutes go. Electric station, 30, 40 minutes and go. So that's a nice line. So every time you stop, if you got 10 cars in you, can you wait five hours to put your, your energy in? Because if each one I'm took, I think I'm right, and this is not common core math. 10 times, is it right? 50% of 10, five hours, right? Okay. That wasn't common core. That was the old math, I believe in doing things the old ways. Not quite like Romero does, but. <laughs> so anyway, wiped out. All right, we're going to take a break. Tim Metcalf, I got him in early this week. Uh, a lot more to go, folks. Don't go anywhere. Baseball size hell smashing in the pound. Y'all see that, Brent? See, Brent, how pretty they This is how they used to. This is how they used to be pretty. They're not pretty no more. Thank God it was only 1% of their energy. All I'm going to tell you, we got to take a break. Be right back. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.
used. An RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know what's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. This is a Fox News alert. A Supreme Court ruling that's a big deal on college campuses. I'm Dave Anthony. It strikes down affirmative action as a factor when considering student applications. Both Harvard and the University of North Carolina are in violation of the Constitution's Equal Protection Clause by using race in admissions decisions. A 6-3 ruling authored by Chief Justice John Roberts strikes down higher education affirmative action policies. Writing the court has permitted race-based admission only within narrow confines that never use race as a stereotype or a negative and at some point must end. Fox's Jared Halpern in the dissent, Justice Sonia Sotomayor said the court has cemented a superficial rule of colorblindness undoing decades of momentous progress. Hunter Biden's facing questions this morning under oath in court in Delaware in a deposition in the lawsuit filed by computer repair shop owner John Paul MacIsaac, who accuses the president's son of defaming him by denying the laptop he dropped off at the shop that never picked up. That laptop was eventually turned into the FBI. MacIsaac's legal team claims Biden told his lawyers to seek a criminal investigation against him as payback, and the attacks have led to damages such as loss of business. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, President Biden is at 64% among Democrats in a new Fox News 2024 poll. Former President Trump's way ahead in the Republican race despite his recent indictments at 56%. Ron DeSantis, 34 points back the rest in single digits. Mike Pence at just 4%. The former vice president is visiting Ukraine today. As the European Union summit focuses on Russia's war, NATO's leader Jens Stoltenberg says... At the summit, I expect a new announcement of military support. The anger is simmering across France. <laughs> That's one of the protests over the deadly police shooting of a 17-year-old. Protesters have injured 170 officers, vandalized or set fire dozens of buildings and cars. America's listening to Fox News. For over a decade, Simply Safe has revolutionized home security, and our latest advancement is here: 24/7 LifeGuard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don't let earache from swimmer's ear clogged ears or allergies ruin your day. Get fast, effective relief from the pain and itching with Highlands Earache Drops, the number one best-selling earache treatment for over 10 years. See why it's received thousands of five-star reviews and was awarded Best Over-the-Counter Medicine and Health Product in Earache Relief by U.S. News and World Report. Find Highlands Earache Drops in the eye and ear aisle at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, and Target. Claims based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. 
Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Louisiana. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. When we get back, you know, there was a, there was a poll release, and, and, and I'm not going to talk about the poll, but I don't understand if a candidate or a candidate's PAC releases a poll, how is that news? And what is the responsibility of the media to put out a poll that's released from a candidate? Like, example, if I... If I did a poll and I did a poll and said, hey, if I ran for governor, I'm at 42%. And I gave you the poll, would they, would they print that? Well, no, they shouldn't print that. That's coming from me. Right. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Tim Metcalf's in the house with uh, Dino's Pizza. You know I'll be gone tomorrow. I always do a segment with Tim. We've been doing this for, for a long, long time. Anyway, good to see you, man. I see. You, you, Brian, you got his mic? Mm-hmm. It's all right. Okay. Well, all right. All right. You ain't never talk soft. What's the problem? <laughs> you got to stretch your neck up. Oh, the, anyway. yeah. You got me low riding I'll in the seat. Uh, yeah. he, he brings good food every time. What you got today? Well, I got well, I got a poll that says I'm the best restaurant in Lafayette. <laughs> How about that? But, How about the state? Why not say that? Let's go state. Now, state. while you're bringing that up, you guys have actually been voted for this <laughs> All right. You know. All right. So, so I brought the uh, classic T-Rex, the all-meat... Uh, Pizza. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, we're I'm selling a, so many of those in Henderson. We got the Henderson location. I'm sorry I didn't give you advance notice. By the way, we, we just we just opened. No, just open. We don't we don't have our liquor license. But we just opened. Jeez. So yeah. <laughs> so we're and no ATC. We're not selling liquor yet. So no. don't, don't, don't come in. So we're just selling. Oh, pizzas. they coming now. They come. Oh. They come. So uh, you got the T the Rex, and then yeah. I brought the shrimp pasta salads. So I haven't brought salads in forever. Uh, midweek, I didn't want you guys. I know, I know where you're going for lunch, moves. So I didn't want you to put on a lot of weight. So yeah, brought some I, lighter know, food. I got, I got a <laughs> lunch deal. They just texted me before you walked in and said, "Hey, 
meet us at Dino's North. And I said, nah, I don't like the place that much, but I'll go. <laughs> I know all Tim's waitresses and everything. He knows, he knows the menu better than I do. So. Yeah, anyway, I got, I've got new employees that know Moon that don't know me. So. I know that about it. And, I, and let me tell you something. They just laugh when I come in because I mess with them so oh, bad. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, That's good. But, yeah, but the, the salads. And this is what I was telling people about you guys. Dino's Pizza sounds like a pizza place. Okay. And you are. Right, right, right. But by you so much more than that, Tim. Yeah. Come on, let's be blunt. I mean, you oh, can. Oh, no. Uh, my, my daughter yeah. goes and then she fried shrimp is her favorite thing. Right, right, right. Go. Well, y'all have a little appetizer with some fried shrimp. Popcorn so she get appetizer and she throws some sweet potato fries with it. She's eating a, she's she's eating a shrimp while I'm having a salad. How about right, that? Right, right. There you go. But if you want something light. Burgers, just, salads, pool boys. I'll tell you another yeah. good a salad you got there. It's the uh, hamburger or you can do the chicken burger. Yeah, yeah. Hamburger, chicken with cheese. Right. Put that right aside. And what it is, Tim, it's a homemade patty. It's about, look like about eight ounces. Yeah, yeah. it's eight ounces. We, yeah, we make them in house. So, yeah. Yeah, that, but like, but, like but mom if, used to. So, but if you want something fresh, that's right. That it, is a it's fresh. Like, it's like a bunless burger, you know, if you're laying off the carbs, sure, sure. watching you wait a little bit. Uh, it's good. I, that's, that's my go to salad. Every, everything good uh, to go stuff, uh, pick up, all that pick stuff, up, parties, cater, catering. People, people that want a lot yeah, of Yeah, we're getting a lot of travel, travel baseball teams this summer coming in for the big tournaments, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Give us, give us a so shot. It's Dino's Pizza, and don't forget Prejo. We talk about Prejo, yeah. yeah. Well, you got, are going you know, well. So. I want to tell people though, you got two locations now. One's in Broussard, and of course, everybody knows I forty nine. But right. y'all doing brunch on Saturdays and Sundays too. We what time does brunch start? Ten ten thirty to four. Uh, brunch. We've got some some amazing items. Uh, but you got pigs. brunch, Benedict, but, and, yeah, but, but bottomless you can, mimosas. You can order. You can order the full menu. Too. The full menu is available. Okay, that's full what menu I mean. is available. Yeah, yeah. We tried doing just a special brunch menu. <clears throat> didn't we you know what they say you can't make everybody happy all yeah. the time and yeah and it, was, it, it upset some people so uh we've got the full menu my cooks the only one's not happy are my cooks but the way i look at that you gotta uh, have the cooks but you gotta have the customers right, so you right, gotta right. combine right 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 you're so, gonna so, have to make the cooks yeah. happy so you can make the customers happy. We've, we've made them happy so. how long y'all been in business you know it's over 50 years over 50, wow. 71, so over 52 years. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's same, rough same as... Same location. I think as rough as they've made the business climate, I do want to emphasize, because we are a big pusher of businesses in the state of Louisiana. There's always been people that figured out how to make it, make a living, and do a great job. And, be able to and, pivot. And I just think that y'all should be commended. Not only y'all, every business out there, every restaurant, every whatever business oh, yeah. they're in should be commended. If, if you're making, here you're making doing, it in today's climate, you're doing something right. So. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. All right, uh, DinosPizza.com, PrayJones.com. I'll let you get out of here, man. All right, man. It's good to see you. Thank you for making a quick adjustment for me. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. All right, uh, 844 is the number. Somebody, uh, it's a, uh, James, uh, Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Somebody just wrote, I told you about the smashing of these solar panels. Just read a story. New England fishermen saying they're being regulated, Brandon, out of business due to, guess what, Brandon? Offshore wind projects. Somebody asked, do you think Louisiana will let those shrimp boats trawl anywhere near a windmill? The guy puts hell no. No. That's what I'm telling y'all about this, man. I'm going to be so right on these windmills and solar panels and carbon capture. I'm going to my grave knowing I'm right. I might not get to see how bad this is going to turn into. But I'm telling you right now, we ought to be running away from this. When I walk Dale Edwards pushing it, and I'm watching Joe Biden and Barack Obama and the media pushing this, I know this is headed in the wrong direction. We have no media anymore. The media is, 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 is just Marxist leftists, and they don't care. Let me give you an example. So the, they released a poll, uh, and one of the 
I ain't going to get into the poll who did it and all that stuff. It's very smart, by the way. So you let a candidate got a pack, and they release a poll. Now, remember, Brandon, you're running against me, and you can, and I'm beating the, the hell out of you. And you can get a poll out there showing you, you did the poll for yourself or for your candidate. And you go out there and run that poll, and the media picks it up and puts it in the newspaper like Greg Hilbert, who don't even know where he's at half the time. <clears throat> he's one of the crazy ones. Okay? Greg Hilbert and the Gannett newspaper releases the poll. It is brilliant on side of the candidate. I, I'm saying it's smart. That a media would pick up the poll. But what does it say about the media for picking up a poll from a candidate? So there's a, there's a governor's poll out there. Reboot Louisiana did the poll. Reboot, Reboot Louisiana is a pack for Stephen Waggers back. I couldn't it. Just telling you the facts. They released the poll. <coughs> it's a pro Wagaspack poll. I I know the guy that runs Reboot Louisiana. I've been friends with him for a long time. It's smart of him to get a poll out there that gets in the newspaper. What I'm questioning, though, is not that. I'm questioning the media running a poll because I talked to Bernie Pitts and I did a couple posters today. And they said, Moon used to. The media didn't run a poll where they didn't have all the questions, all the tabs to go with the poll, number one. Number two is they never used – it was standard. It was good media practice. It was a standard they had. They have no standards anymore. The standard was we're not going to take a poll that shoved from from a candidate or a candidate's pack and run it as a fact. Not in this case. The Gannett newspaper led by Greg Hilbert. Greg don't know which way he's going. Greg Hilburn, the Gannett newspaper, releases a poll. Once again, the candidate has a right to put out whatever they want to. But it's made news because there's no criteria on running a poll. Nobody shows the questions. Nobody shows any of the questions. Or how did the poll we get to this number? Or how many, you know, how many black, how many white, how many male, how many female? None of that's in the poll. But number two, candidates don't get to run their own poll and make news unless you're a Gannett newspaper or the devil's advocate, the John Bell George newspaper. So there's no standard in the media at all anymore. None. There's no standards at all in print media, in the media, if they're running a poll and they're not telling you every question, we don't know. The question might have been beating up a candidate, beating up a candidate before they ask the question, who are you going to vote for? In other words, Brandon, more of like a push poll, right? You know, Brandon Como has slept around on his wife. I know you didn't, Brandon. Brandon Como got caught for stealing 20 years ago. Brandon Como beat up, slapped one of his kids, went to jail for three weeks. Brandon's going to widen my name, get to that. Using you as an example. What I'm saying, so Brandon, Brandon, then the next question after saying all this bad stuff about Brandon, who would you vote for governor? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Moon is a trash. He no account. He stole. He beat up. He cheated. He he was embezzled. He, by the way, would, here's the candidates for governor. Would you vote for this guy? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my numbers go, mm-hmm. So we don't know any of that. So credibility with the Gannett newspaper and the devil's advocate, there is none. 
There is none. There's not going to ever be any. You don't let any pack, you don't let any candidate do a poll that shows their candidates doing great and put it in the paper or in the media. You don't. That ought to be a no-no. And talking to Bernie Pinsonat and some of the posters I talked to, I said, man, they never used to do that, man. But they do now. Welcome to Louisiana. I guess they're doing with Island and, and uh, Moneybags says. Got to learn to play the game. So this is the game. And when you hate one candidate in particular, you play the game. Somebody needs to call Gannett and say, what are y'all doing? Can you give us all the numbers on the poll? Where did the poll come from? Is that associated with any candidate? Is it associated with supporting a candidate? If they say yes, you tell me if the poll is bogus or not. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about all of them. All of them. Watch, I bet you a poll will pop up from the advocate now. You want to bet, Brandon? It'll pop up showing the same trend. Watch. The advocate has a beef in the race. They love them some Woke Edwards. They hate them some Jeff Landry. Look for the advocate to pop their own poll now, which would be similar to this poll. And then the analysis would be, well, according to these two polls, I saw one two weeks ago, and one of the people in the 30s, and the one that ran the poll or the, the pack was in the, like four or five. And in a week or two, all of a sudden it's changed. I'm just telling you folks, they have no credibility in the Gannett newspapers and the devil's advocate. There's none. None. But take a break. Be right back. Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor... Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Holland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. 
This is Moon Graffon. Welcome back, Microphone Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James Tax and Wealth Manager. By the way, just on the polls, just uh, I just the media has lowered its bar on the poll. I wonder if somebody else, I wonder if John Schroeder ran a poll. They had him at 19%. 19%. Would they would they print the poll? Would Gannett and the and the advocate print the poll? I'm just asking. Would they print the poll? That's unbelievable. Anyway, uh let's go to Casey, Bolger City. Casey, how you doing, sir? I'm good, Mr. Mr. Fon. How are you? Good, fine, sir. Good to hear from you. Yeah, I got a, a a strange call last week about a poll. Um, of course, they asked me all the typical questions and questions: Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, and, and who you know who I'm voting for for governor. And of course, I told them. And then they got into the um, questions of Alan Seaball and Mike McConaughey, uh-huh. McConaughey, however you yeah. say his name. Yeah. And and um, it, and so they started kind of you know telling me all the the. McConaughey say, "Oh, he's such a good guy, basketball coach." Well, I pulled the old Moon Grafana on him. I said, "Well, good. He can continue to be a good guy, stay at home, and go eat <laughs> go eat lunch with all the people he thinks are good guys." I, I, I'm not looking for a ball uh, a, a player's coach like Les Miles. I'm looking for a, a coach that's going to win championships like Nick Saban. And yeah. of course, I'm an LSU fan, but I had I had to throw that out there to him. And so they then they started with kind of kind of bashing Seaball, talking about he's a trial lawyer. I said, well, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I said that's not true. And then and then they was like, well, he voted for the biggest tax increase in Louisiana history. True. I was like, well, you'll have to prove that to me. I, and, and and that's what I said. I said you'll have to prove that to me because I've never heard that before. And 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 then they got into some very very um, kind of strange questions about. White, black, or you know what color am I? So well, that's none of your business. Yeah. What is, do you own guns? I was like, what? Well, hold up, that's I'm, none of your business. What I own? Yeah. I, I would but ask it, about the questions yeah, about. Yeah, next time they ask you about guns, say, uh, "Do you own a gun?" Say, uh, the best question to ask me would be, "How many do I own?" No, they say it's, tell them say yeah. tell them say well, how many do I own? I don't even know how many I own. I got so many. I did not back them off. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, what they but do? I just that's not that's none of your business, you know. Yeah, that I'm just yes, telling sir. you. But I don't answer none of that. I'm not sitting there and answering one question from them. Uh, that's a push poll from McConaughey, who's a nice guy, who's a nice coach. Uh, we need change in the Senate. If you want, Absolutely. if you want a Fred Mills and you want a, a, a Louis Bernard or Boudreaux, whatever that dude's name is up there. 
if you want Paige Cortez type, if you want Brett Island type, you want you want people like that Ryan Gaddy type, Lion Ryan. You want people like that? Put them in there. We ain't moving nowhere. They still gonna stay last and everything. We well, yeah. have no chance with him. Seaball's solid, man. No Seaball is so solid. Yeah. He would make a great senator like Blake Meagher. These guys need to be in the Senate. If you put fluff in there, you're gonna get fluff. Look, I have no cut on McConaughey. I oh. met Coach McConaughey before, but his hero was uh his hero was uh, is uh Billy oh, Montgomery. Montgomery. Billy Montgomery got rejected 58-42 in that Senate district because he was such a good old boy network. <laughs> okay? And then the guy behind yeah. him, the big Kelly law firm, uh Townsend, man, he got rejected like 56-44. He got slaughtered. And then a lion Ryan Gaddy's involved in all that. So you got all of and he got rejected. Oh, I know, yeah. So why do you want to put somebody yeah. in there that's being backed by the people that you already rejected? That don't even make any sense. I'm to not me. looking for a nice guy. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking for a nice guy. I'm, I'm looking for guys that going to go to there and, and, and bring some absolute change because we have the way we're going. I mean, I don't know how far we can move back in Louisiana. I mean, well, it, Texas and Florida is really looking prosperous to somebody like me in, in the oil and gas industry, and we're not going anywhere. So yeah, I, I'm looking for is, change. I just wanted to throw that out there to you. Yeah, the thing about it is Paige Cortez was a former coach. Billy Montgomery was a former coach. How did that work out for us? And uh, McConaughey's a former coach. How did that work out with government guys going into government? They become big government people. That's um, who they are. Big government is absolutely. Let it go, Casey. Got to go. Thank you, brother. We'll be right back. Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Have you heard about stockapon.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapon.com. That's stockapon.com. Don't forget it, stockapon.com. When Stephen Waggispack was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, Louisiana's economy sank from 6th to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. Essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Waggispack backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Waggispack warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Waggispack, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. Oh, Shucks, you've been hearing me brag about Shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. 
Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Prescriptions require nothing. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams. Each year, millions of animals are abandoned and more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. Organizations like American Humane are working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond as animals can be trained as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help veterans, the elderly, and children with special needs to overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back. I'm Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Is the number. It's a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. MatthewJames.com. MatthewJames.com. We got to get, I got to give him a call. We got to get him back on. Uh, we are proudly joined. As you know, I'm going to do Bongino tomorrow. So we brought Gary in a day early. I think we've done it a couple of times now. Gary Foster, former labor secretary, former state rep. Good old guy, a guy that can live in New Orleans on a consistent basis. Got to be a good old guy. Gary, how you doing? Well, it's hot, Moon. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so hot, Gary. And it's I know. only June. It's only June. Well, let me I don't just, know what July let me, let me make you feel play. a little better. Because they were bragging about how oh, it's the hottest month ever. And they went back to the 1800s and found hotter years. Uh, and now they broke that. But... I wonder if global warming made it uh, hot in the 1800s. But anyway, anyway, they said it's the hottest. It's going to be the hottest month on record. Uh, you got to go back 100 years, and when you find it is hot, well, what caused it to be so hot 100 years ago? <laughs> couldn't it, couldn't have been all the cars running around. I tell you that. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You know what's happening? Nothing. It gets hot. We're expected over here to be in the 80s. I don't know if everybody looked. In the upper 80s, sometime next week, because we got thunder showers coming back. Maybe we're going to have the coldest <laughs> July that we ever had. <laughs> uh, let me throw a few things. By the way, I'm just getting this in. I hate, I hate to report stuff like this when you're here, because I don't want you to get mad at me. Uh, U.S. News and World Report, according to the latest rankings by U.S. News and World Report, Louisiana has been named the worst state in the nation. With the high rate of violent crime, industrial pollution, and lack of health care access. I thought we had Medicaid. It is clear Louisiana has faced some serious issues. Your thoughts? Once again, this goes out all over the country and all over the world. It's not Moon making up stuff. Well, I, I guess 
you know, if John Bell can put down his veto pen for a minute, he could pat himself on the back because he's had eight years to fix all that and hadn't done a dang thing. People are still leaving because there's no opportunity presenting itself in Louisiana. There, There are no businesses wanting to move here, no businesses wanting to expand here. They're doing it elsewhere, and so people who want to work are leaving. Yeah. You know, Garrett, people say, oh, Moon being negative, and Garrett being negative. I'm not negative bone in my body. I'm just looking with reality. If you head it in a certain direction, and you don't slow down and stop and change directions, you're just going to keep going and going and going. Nothing will change. And that's what Bob, well, you saw what Governor Edwards vetoed. Uh, what was the tax uh, he vetoed? They got yeah, the passed. corporate franchise. Yeah, he, he vetoed hey, look, it. That's not, a, that's not an earth-shattering issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not like doing away with personal income tax like Florida and Texas and Tennessee and yep. maybe even Mississippi one day. But it's, it's, it's doing something different and expecting different results. They're doing the same old, same old, and expecting different results, and it's not happening. People are getting frustrated. People are leaving Louisiana. And, again, (laughs) it's the people we don't want to leave. It's the people with work ethic, the people who love our giveaway programs. They're staying. Well, I was sad to bring this U.S. News and uh, report about what they're doing with us, and that uh, that's that's just frustrating. Poor road conditions, lack of health care, uh, violent crime. Uh, it, it's just I, this was put out seventeen hours ago, and it's it just frustrates me that every time we have a session, all this money we had, Gary, all this money. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out what are we, not what Brett Island is getting, Senator Brett Island. What we as a state is getting. That's what I want. What are we getting uh, for that? What do you think we bought? What do you think we bought for an extra two and a half billion dollars or three billion or whatever it was? Well, I doubt that it'll be anything that you can see. But look, for all the people that say we're negative, do they just bury their head in the sand and don't look at the facts? They don't care what other people think. I mean, I, I just, that there is a reason that this state has been blessed with so many resources and so many good people, yet the politicians can't seem to focus on that. Yeah. All they can think about is themselves and whether they're term limited or not. Yeah. Well, I and know. And what are they going to run for next? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I just know this. I'm I'm watching to spend money like it, you know, drunken sailors, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, I want to yeah, see yeah. some real reform and some changes, and it takes leadership. It, it's going to take the governor. Now, speaking of the governor's right, I got a question. They so they put out this poll. You sent it to me. I laughed at it because I, I, I just think journalism. When I look at Gannett and Hilburn and Jim Beam, who's falling off the. He's just falling off the world. And the devil's advocate, your buddy John George's people. Uh, 
they when they used to take a poll, they would run the poll, put all the tabs, and it would be honest. When you're taking a poll from a candidate or a PAC, and you run it as news, I say good for the candidate and PAC because that was smart. But for the media, how far have we gone down? Where's the criteria? Talk to your buddy Bernie Pinsonette. Talk to any poster. They say, what? The media releases a poll. It ought to have all the tabs. And you don't run a poll that's put out by a candidate or or a candidate's pack. Well, and again, you know, for all of the people that think we're negative, there are people in the media who are very negative. And most of the people in the media don't like Republicans and they can't stand Jeff Landry. So they are willing to prostitute themselves and do what they ought to not do. And that is take what is basically a fundraising poll and report it as news because that's what they're doing. I mean, you know, how many people buy into it, Gary? How many people buy into the poll? That's what I go. Wow. Because they most people, let's be blunt. It's not a cut on anybody. I don't follow everything. I don't know everything, but I never claim to know everything. So when you put that out there, fundraising, uh, I'm just saying, look, the guy who put the poll out, I don't blame him. If he knows the media will run with it, that's smart on the candidate or the PAC. That's really smart on their part. Yeah, because then, Moon, what he does, uh, what the PAC does, is they take the news article and they send it to people. And they say, look how good he's doing, send us some money. Absolutely. It's what you can do with it. Let me give you an example. And Brandon will vouch for this. They had a guy that was going to run against uh, Clay Higgins as his representative. And they put out their own poll. And I made fun of the guy's name because nobody ever heard of him. And yet they had the guy way up in the poll. And, and, we, and so Brandon and somebody's up and nobody ever printed the poll. They didn't print the poll because it came from the candidate. And the guy's name was Hagen Hegenhogen. Now, I know you're laughing, Gary, but <laughs> I still don't know his dang name. <laughs> Since the election, I don't know his name. because. But they but they getting on Brandon and these other people for not printing a poll, showing this guy way up and showing Congressman Higgins down. What did Higgins get, 68%, 70 it was a clear route. I mean, it's just a route. But yet they wanted him to print that poll early. Why do you think they wanted to print that poll early? And I think you just said it. Well, and and look, you know, if you don't sit down and think about it, you start thinking, which is what they try to report, oh, there's 25% on the side. That means anybody can make the runoff. It doesn't mean that. Because, you know, I don't care what anybody says. People have pulled the lever a couple of times for Jeff Landry. He's running, depending on whose poll, you pick anywhere from 25 to 31%. And everybody knows that a black Democrat's going to get around 25 to 30%. And... You got all these other candidates. They're not, no single candidate's going to get 100% of the undecided vote. So unless you can pull down the, the 
the Democrat, and unless you can pull down the only person that's, you know, in significant double digits, you got no shot of getting into the runoff. I mean, unless something dramatic happens and Landry shoots himself in the foot or Wilson shoots himself in the foot, those two are going to be in the runoff. Now, I know it's hot, and I know it's only June, but qualifying's in August, and I don't see major changes coming because I don't see anybody with a ton of money, and it's going to take a ton of money because you can't just attack candidates. You also got to build yourself up. And there's nobody with that much money. Yeah. Name is Gary Forrester, former labor secretary. Would you vote for somebody named Hogan Hagen Hogan Higgin? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. We, <laughs> we got to take a break. Gary Forrester, my special guy. Just think about that question, Gary. <laughs> we'll be right back. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. When Stephen Wagaspak was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, Louisiana's economy sank from 6th to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. Essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Wagaspak backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Wagaspak warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Wagaspak, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. When you think about how we are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. By the way, uh, I did make a mistake earlier today. I said that was Brett Island that said uh, the game, the game. That was that was the mayor that said that. But Brett Island did take shots at Amity, and Brett's plays the game. He's a good old boy network uh, guy, and his wealth is skyrocketed as that Morgan City, St. Mary Parish is really struggling business-wise and keeping kids. Gary Foster, my special guest. Gary, uh, by the way, Gary, if nobody tells you that today that Louisiana, Texas will be hotter than the Sahara Desert today, one day. So I'm just letting you know. I, I, I don't want you to go out there and think it's going to cool down anytime soon, but, uh, you know, because I know you guys, well, Moon, I you guys are hot. I appreciate you understanding my dilemma with the heat, <laughs> even though I'm sitting in air conditioning. <laughs> I'm afraid to go outside. <laughs> Why? God, it burns. I'm doing everything I want to do. Yesterday, I was outside in the heat, and the wind was blowing, and it was blowing hot, 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 uh, hot air on me. But yeah, I was outside in my yard, cutting my ditch, spraying it, killing it. Maybe I, maybe I ought to, I ought to quit doing this. I ought to quit living because of the heat. So now you know how those chickens feel when they sitting in your <laughs> oven and you're cooking. <laughs> the difference is, I don't taste too good. They taste really well. Uh, the, the, the governor you mentioned earlier is vetoing a bunch of bills. Uh, you know, one of them was a to keep people back twenty five feet. Uh, yep. Poli- and I thought I didn't see anything wrong with that. Keep everybody back, the crowd back, let people take care of the bit. If they do something wrong, you still film it or whatever. He vetoes a bill like that, and I, I'm trying to understand why would you veto a bill like that? What, what, I mean, I think the well, police the would. I the police would afford it. I, I I was puzzled by it since, you know, the family that he comes from, uh, you know, a line of sheriffs that he grew up with, and you would think he would respect law enforcement. Uh, but I I think he he's worried about losing his standing among the Democrats, which is why he's got to veto the, you know, uh, the yeah. yeah, you know, that allow or would prevent kids from mutilating themselves yep. and doing things that keeps his standing, you know, among the Democrats. And, and that's the only thing that I can think of with all of the foolishness going on with, you know, defunding, you know, the cops mm-hmm. that we're at a time where you have to show some backing, give some support, uh, you know, to the, to the folks that are trying to protect us. And well, he plays woke very well. Why does he care about the ACLU? Yeah, no, he plays woke very well. I think he's as woke as anybody. I think you could put Edwards in the New York city or Los Angeles or San Francisco area and put him as the mayor. And he would do exactly what they want him to do. He would be exactly, if he needed to be woke to the left so far, you can't see him, he would be it. He wouldn't have a problem with that. Let me ask another well, question. You know, the, the governor's race is coming up, and I'm not going to yep. concentrate on this. I believe, and I've heard a lot of people say it now, but I believe this from day one, he, he would have got drove for going against John Kennedy. Does he sit around and run like, you know, he likes to be like Edwin Edwards. You think he runs in four years? They set us up to have such a failure. In the next four years, uh, the problem he's got, if he does that, he's going to need some Republicans to beat each other up because he's never won yet where Republicans didn't turn on each other. I mean, he backed in twice. Right. So does he 
come back in and say, when I was there, we had all this extra money. I wonder what he would be thinking right now. Fair, we didn't have any hurricanes or any storms or we never had COVID. I wonder what he would be saying because what he did before, before the flood, before the hurricanes, before COVID, he, he raised taxes by $7 billion. No, and that's his formula. I mean, his formula is support the trial lawyers, support the teachers, support the unions, uh, raise taxes, and that's his winning formula. And, you know, there are enough people in Louisiana that either like that or don't care enough to find out what's going on and see that Edwin Edwards name, even though they're not related, and they think, well, it's just another Edwards, just like just another Landrew. And, you know, and they vote for him. Yeah. yeah. And that's, but it's not, it's not like that anymore. Being a Democrat today is a lot different. Example, do you think we're going to have another minority district? And if we do, let me give you a scenario. So let's say we do have another minority district, courts rule, which was a bad ruling, by the way. Uh, what happens in, let's say, 2030, we lose another representative? Now we're down to five. Right. My question to you is, do we keep two minority, minority districts? Because they're bragging and saying, you know, we got 33% of the people are black here, so we deserve to have a third. Well, do you deserve to have 40% at that point? And, and look, I've never heard... The one black congressman, you know, who represents New Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, Troy Carter, who I served with when he was in the House, I've never heard him say he wants another black district because he knows to create a second black district, you got to dilute his district. Yeah. And if you have two diluted black districts, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, some liberal white Democrat winds up taking the seat away from the blacks. Would you, if, I was, if they give another minority district, I, I saw one scenario they could lose both minorities. I, I, I mean, they'd right. be Democrat. They would be Democrat, but they wouldn't be black. They would lose their mind. People on the left would lose their minds. Well, and that's the only good you know, that but, I see coming out of this. Gary, let me stop you. One other question. They can't do it without gerrymandering the district. They're already talking about going from Baton Rouge all the way to North Louisiana, same Cleo Fields district. And so what's going to happen when they take that to court? They're going to have to gerrymander to get it. We're not like Alabama. We're not like Montgomery County. They're going to have to gerrymander the district. And, and that's why it surprised me with this Supreme Court, given the ruling that it did, because now they just came out with a ruling saying you can't use race in determining college scholarships and and admittance, not scholarships, I'm sorry, but college Admit- admissions. Yeah, what's the and, difference? And, and, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because they can't do it in Louisiana without using race totally. So we're going to wish. Exactly. I read an article today and they were right. We might be going after this for a few more years before they decide to do something. Anyway, Gary, you're always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Brandon, Brandon said, I'm going to be gone next week. If you drive from New Orleans to Lafayette Thursday or Friday, he will let you host Friday. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you can make annual feature. How you like that?
Well, I appreciate the offer, but, you know, it's too high. Oh, God. Get in, the, get in your electric car. Be no problem. Plenty of electricity. All right, Gary, thank you. All right, folks, that'll wrap up the second hour. God bless. The rest of y'all stick around. Moongrafon.com. Listen live. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.